Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. If you do the math, last seven years, the prime of Aaron Rodgers' career, I think it's fair to say, the difference between Green Bay at home and Green Bay on the road, just point differential. In over seven years, the strength of schedule is going to even out. You're going to play good teams on the road, bad teams on the road. Green Bay is 10.5 points different. They're 10.5 points better at home. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. The biggest game all weekend long in football, and it's in the college ranks where Ohio State blasted Michigan 62-39 at the Horseshoe in Columbus on Saturday. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the Buckeyes' performance? Obviously impressive, and that's easy, right? What we try to do is go beyond what's obvious, beyond the typical hot takes, cold cash over hot takes. But in our production meeting, it really shows you how complex this Ohio State win was. Brad Powers, let's be honest. We have our choice, for the most part, of any college expert we wanted in here. I mean, think about it. The first sports betting show on a major national network, coast to coast. Who wouldn't want to be here? I chose Brad Powers. There's a reason. He knows his stuff. Tell you this, though. He's imperfect. He doesn't like to admit that, but he's in. Brad, would you agree? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I don't think absolutely is how you typically would respond, but fair enough. And it goes to show you how complex handicapping can be. And that's why it's like the famous line from the World Poker Tour. It takes a few minutes to learn. And a lifetime to master. Hold them. Right? 
great line. Mike Sexton came up with that line. But I think handicapping is the same way. You take a, not saying you should do this with your seventh grade son. No, no, no. But an average intelligence eighth grader, seventh grader, could understand a point spread pretty quickly, right? He's probably, that's something you got to let him kind of learn on his own maybe, but he would understand it. But I wouldn't want to be betting the picks of a seventh grader. This is complex. Here's, I think, a great example. Brad, coming into the game, now let's caveat this. The line was drastically out of whack, it would seem. Ohio State was a four-point underdog yep. at game time. As with four points of home field advantage for the Buckeyes, which I think is fair considering it was a big game, that means Michigan was supposed to be eight points better. Now, starting the season, Ohio State was supposed to be about five points better, right? Because the line was nine. Yep. If you were to bet Ohio State-Michigan early, the line was nine. So the idea of five points of advantage plus home field equals nine, okay, and now it's eight the other way. The idea of these teams somehow changed by, let me see, 13 points. I don't think anyone could have really thought that was the case. The fact the line was there, I guess, did, but it didn't make a lot of sense. Well, wait a minute, Fess. Who'd you have in the game? Michigan. <laughs> so explain to me, make your case for that handicap. I got fooled by the Michigan <laughs> overall power rating when they're playing a team like Indiana, middle of the road type of team, a Purdue. Michigan's a great bully, and their power rating definitely went up almost two touchdowns over the course of the year. Two, well, hold on a second. Mm. Michigan's power rating went up two touchdowns. Not quite that, but close so, to it. So when you said that, it was yeah. what, why? Because they're able to beat teams by 30. No, I understand why you upgrade and Why'd you say two touchdowns? Over, I rounded up. <laughs> from a, just, yeah, from a can, touchdown? We, yeah, yeah, we can <laughs> understand. So their power ratings went up. Yeah, so they could beat a bad team. Instead of beating them by 10, they could beat them by 20 or more. However, that power rating does not apply clearly when Michigan has to play a fast, elite team. But you thought it did? I was fooled by the overall increase in the Michigan power rating. And, yes, I thought I did, and I made a mistake. Yeah. I mean, obviously, all you can do is win 55% of the time is the goal, right, for a professional batter. If you want a mansion and a yacht, you just got to hit 55%. I don't think – I don't – Brad, I mean, you talked to a lot of pros in town – was all the pros other than Fez on Ohio State? No, there's a lot of Michigan people. So the assumption was just fundamentally this Michigan team is just so much better than we expected. I think one of the advantages that at least some of the pros thought they significantly had was that Michigan defensive front against an Ohio State offensive line that struggled most of the season. That was one that they pointed to. Yeah, but again, it's back to the – and I do think it's such a powerful concept – it's back to the idea of what's the baseline for the team. Meaning, if you just look at the last two or three years, what is the baseline for the team? And how much can that really change? So, like, who, it's one thing in the NBA, if LeBron comes into the Lakers, it's a whole different story, right? LeBron's 
in with the Lakers, and it's a whole different team. You can't look at last year and say, wait, they were only the Lakers were only favored by this much. No, it doesn't matter. It's a whole different team. But how many, you know, Michigan had how many returning starters? About 14. All right. So 14 returning starters and then eight players or so that weren't good enough to play last year. Yep. Right? Usually it's not going to be the true freshmen that come in and really. Is there any true freshmen that are true difference makers on Michigan? No, other than the quarterback, Shea Patterson, was the major upgrade for Michigan. Really? Not after watching the Ohio State game, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But so really you just got down to it. It was the idea of 14 people getting a year older. So yep. they're going to get better, right? Yep. And then the idea of people who weren't good enough to start last year now becoming good enough to start. That can't be the difference. I, hey, that guy that didn't start last year, he's going to make Michigan better than Ohio State. That seems crazy. And then the idea of this quarterback coming in, which could be a, a, a three, four, five point change. Wouldn't be a 14 point change, but it could be a three or four point change. Now, what's changed on Ohio State? Mm. Right? Ohio State lost about the same number of players. Yeah, they had about 13 starters coming back. And Ohio State was better last year. Yep. You would think the players replacing those starters were. Better than Michigan's? Ohio State has a better has had better recruiting classes than Michigan. And it's not really close, right? No, it's not. Okay. So what was the scenario? The only thing it could have been was distraction. Was this Buckeye team, for whatever reason, doesn't get up even in spots you think they would. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's get to Sunday Night Football where the Vikings took care of the Packers 24-17 to in Minnesota. What is the Vegas takeaway from the now 0-6 on the road Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers? Well, one is, and we've been talking about this for years, Green Bay has the biggest disparity in performance between home field and Away games. Why? Well, Lambeau's one of the best home fields and maybe the best. To me, it's the most consistent. Who's the best right now, Fez? Saints in the mix, home field advantage. Uh, Seattle's in the mix. But when Seattle's not winning, the home field's good, but not great. It's been a while since the Seahawks weren't generally winning. The Saints... When they're not winning, that home field gets to be about average. What's the driver? Crowd enthusiasm. When the crowd's rocking and the noise in Seattle, the noise in New Orleans is a humongous advantage. Humongous for the Saints and the Seahawks. In Lambeau, the noise is nice. To me, it's the quirky playing field. Yeah, it's grass, but also it's at slick grass. It's you hear all the time the, the struggles on Lambeau's surface for teams that are timing pattern teams, teams not in the division, so they don't play there very often. And to me, if I could have any home field, it'd be the one that's consistent like Lambeau. Yeah, and I've read a lot about the defenders on the rush on Rodgers. They complain how with that grass being slick, they just feel like they can't get any traction and they can't oh, get to them. That's a good point because – the flip side is Rodgers has been one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the NFL during his prime. 
not the type that's going to run too much, but the type that, hey, it's he's driving for a field goal, it's third and eight, and you almost sack him, but he scrambles for 12 yards. Those are the backbreakers. Those are the real backbreakers. So one, almost like Larry Bird on the parquet floor, you've got a guy that knows how to take advantage of the quirky home and it's a negative for the defense, positive for Aaron Rodgers because he's used to it, like Bird was on those dead spots we used to hear about, right? So to me, it makes sense. If you do the math, last seven years, the prime of Aaron Rodgers' career, I think it's fair to say, the difference between Green Bay at home and Green Bay on the road, just point differential. In over seven years, the strength of schedule is going to even out. You're going to play good teams on the road, bad teams on the road. Green Bay is 10.5 points different. They're 10.5 points better at home. No other team's even close. Like Number two is like eight points. The average team is six. Well, think about it, guys. Home field advantage is three. If it's Pittsburgh at home against Baltimore, Pittsburgh's three. If it's at Baltimore, Baltimore's three. If the teams are even... Well, that's a, let me do that. Yep, six points. So Green Bay's home field is 10 and a half. That's a lot more than six. Some of that, I think, is Lambo, and some of it is teams that have a great home field naturally become overrated. Imagine, and let's use basketball as the analogy. Imagine that at our gym, the hoop, on our side of the court, let's say you didn't flip courts. It's one of the reasons they flip courts, right? They don't want any shenanigans with the hoops back in the day. Let's say our hoop was just like five millimeters bigger. You couldn't quite see it with your eye, but it makes a difference. Maybe you're making three more shots a game. Well, six points or so, right? If it's two pointers, you would be overrated because you have this advantage that isn't obvious that other teams don't have. When you go on the road, Most of the time, they're going to look at your blended stats. But those blended stats are deceiving because half those games in the long run, you've got this unfair, this extreme advantage. Green Bay has an extreme advantage at home because of Lambeau. I don't think it's a sign that the Green Bay is necessarily bad on the road. I think it's Green Bay's overrated overall because they have an inordinate advantage at home. Agreed. And I think... What sums it up the best is look at Aaron Rodgers. What pass does he throw better than anybody else? It's got to be that back shoulder fade pass where he just throws a wide receiver open who's blanketed by the cornerback. On slick grass, the corner can't reverse and and ever get to it. But on the road, on a good turf, it's a much more dangerous pass. He doesn't throw it as much. Steve Fezzik, that's a great point. It's not just defenders aren't used to it, rusher, uh, the pass rush, et cetera. It's not just Rodgers is. They're building plays around it, right? Imagine, again, a basketball team that played outdoors. What would they do? Pound it down low. Pound it down low. Well, if you were a team, or I think a good example is teams that play at altitude. They, in, in, in uh, football, those teams tend to really focus on cardiovascular health, being in shape. And what do they do? They tend to play fast. Remember Denver, it's no coincidence, let's move to the NBA, the Nuggets have often played fast because they figure that's going to be an advantage at altitude 
relative to the opposition. And both Utah and Denver are masters in the second half when they play a team off back-to-backs to just run them right out of the arena. So Green Bay, I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas recapping the Packers and their woes. Green Bay is a team that's getting, there's a lot of talk now about how bad they are on the road. I think it's more they're just so good at home. They're naturally going to be overrated on the road. But here's what I know about Aaron Rodgers. Yards per attempt is a, maybe if I could have one stat, not an index like quarterback rating that it's all kind of stats combined, but one plain, I can calculate this with my calculator stat. Yards per attempt for a quarterback would be my stat. What what would be yours, Fez? That's my number one Ooh, staple. I'm not saying you're copying. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the fact of the matter is, to me, if you look at the yards per attempt, Rodgers during his prime prime was the best in the history of the NFL. Rodgers more recently has been below average in the NFL now. So think about that. Best in the NFL now. In the preseason, I said this on Straight Out of Vegas. Now, it was on the weekend, right? So no Christmas music, and I was saying this, and I and I did it on all my national, you know, all my big hits, and everyone, you know, my weekly radio hits, and everyone's saying you're crazy. I'm like, well, the numbers say this. So to me, right now, I think it's fair to say Aaron Rodgers is still a top, top, top quarterback. Aaron Rodgers today in 2018 is not an all-time great quarterback. And we saw that at the end of the Viking game. Frankly, he missed two wide-open receivers that cost the Packers the cover last night. Right now, you got to play one game against the Aliens for the planet. Where's Aaron Rodgers at on your list of quarterbacks? He's still at the very top. You would you think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL today? Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, throw blunt breeze. I'd put Breeze number one. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. It was a busy weekend in college football. We had an injury to a star quarterback at UCF. We've talked about Ohio State, Michigan. RJ, your biggest takeaway on the college football weekend in Vegas was what? Well, I lean on Brad for this stuff, but you know, I think Jonas, you're right. Let's start with Central Florida, a team that there was a lot of talk. Hey, they were ahead of Ohio State. Quarterback goes down. Looks like it could be a career threatener. Obviously, we wish the best for the player. How at the college level, how many points per game does this uh absence downgrade Central Florida? So the quarterback in name is McKenzie Melton, a two-year starter. He started for all of these wins with the exception of just one in this current win streak for Central Florida. He's worth the NFL typically three points. This quarterback at UCF, McKenzie Melton, worth about six points. Significant loss for the Knights. So Alabama. If they would have played Central Florida, we were showing how extreme it would be. With and, and by the way, when I don't pronounce a player's name, you can just smoothly go in and say his name. You don't have to say, well, the name of that player. <laughs> but, you know, it might, you know, I, I'm going to point out the fact RJ didn't pronounce his name, the name of that player. You don't need to do that. Just say the name. Let's try it again. So the quarterback for Central <laughs> Florida, if he were playing 
against Alabama, what would the line be? And if he weren't playing, what would the line be? Yeah, without Mackenzie Milton, uh, Alabama. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, do it. Yeah, without Mackenzie Milton at quarterback, Alabama would be closing in on a 31-point favorite Jesus. over Central Florida. <laughs> 31. Wowza. It's all going to happen. No. not Well, let me throw this scenario real quick, and we'll go through some college football playoff scenarios tomorrow when the rankings uh, the, before the selection show. What if what happens if Oklahoma and Ohio State lose? Washington State. No, Washington State just got beat by oh, Washington. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Georgia. Oh Georgia. If they lose to Alabama, two losses? Yep. Mm. Georgia. No, I don't think so. Because they don't have any big wins. Gotta put someone in there. Well, thanks, Faz. <laughs> you know what we can do? We'll just anytime we talk college football from here, we'll just take that drop. And it's like, Brad, what do you think about this and this? And maybe this. Let's hear what Faz, what Faz has to say. We'll press it. Got to put someone in there. Like, it just that would be it. <laughs> Who do you think, Brad? If you had to bet, let's assume Ohio State loses. Let's assume Oklahoma loses. I think they probably put in, I mean, let's think. Who's the two lost teams that would be in the mix, right? So Central Florida. With zero losses. Would be in the mix. Um, Texas would have to be in the mix, right? No, three losses. They have three. Yeah, that's. Huh. So Georgia, you're saying. So Clem, no one in the ACC. No. Holy cow. Michigan. How about those Fez, dogs? You Michigan. know, Fez might be right. you got to put someone in there. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's Georgia. What do you think, Jonas? Um, I would lean towards Georgia, but the way this committee works, they'll probably put LSU in there because after two losses, they were ranked ahead of teams with no losses and one loss. So who, who the hell knows with that committee? Boy, imagine another year with the SEC. Mm. Huh. Maybe Michigan, Brad. You've been big on Michigan. Yeah, they have two losses. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.